Welcome to the Immigrations Podcast, where we capture the unique stories of Asian undocumented individuals living in the United States. My name is Ju Hong, and I'm a Korean immigrant activist. Hello, everyone. Today we have Bo as our guest. Bo Tai is an undocumented artist from Thailand, owner of Illegal Drip, a clothing line that blends art and advocacy. Wow, that's the shortest bio that I've ever read in my podcast show <laughs> and today is pretty special because i'm breaking my uh, tradition and structure of the flow because bo tai is actually in person right next to me uh usually when i do podcasts i uh, conduct uh interview virtually uh but bo um, came from la to san francisco this weekend and uh, we are um, conducting this podcast right now. And so I'm going to break my tradition a little bit. So Bo, uh, thanks for joining in to our podcast. And I wonder if you can kind of let the audience know why you, um, came to the San Francisco this weekend. Um, again, to San Francisco, because I have some friends out here like Jew <laughs> and I feel like um this time in particular I felt like I had an opportunity to come because I feel like I know people that can host me and um I also need like space you know and I also need community I was just going through things seeing myself repeating patterns you know I just felt like needed to do the right choice and kind of just make decisions, keeping myself busy in a wholesome way and being around good company and just reconnecting and having, you know, and I, yeah, just because I have the blessings, you know, to, to be able to make that happen. Yeah. So what, what have you done so far? And what was like a favorite moment? My favorite moment, my favorite moment is, <laughs> is riding those horses too. Oh, horse, horseback riding. Horseback riding. That's just crazy. What did you like about it? Everything. <laughs> I feel like it was a unique experience. For me, at least, I felt like um, it was just like another experience in life I never really thought about having. Right. And the connection with the horse even and the process of that. And I don't know. I think it just made me reflect a lot on life. Yeah, that's cool, man. I think uh, I was so excited to have you on because I've been meaning to have you on uh, to my podcast, but I know that you're pretty busy and you're juggling a lot of uh, stuff going on right now, personally and professionally. And so when you have the opportunity to come to the Bay Area, I definitely want you to have this uh, recording session. And obviously you sent a very short bio, but uh, I've known you for very long and you you have like a list of accomplishments that I can mention and a lot of people know about you and so perhaps you don't need an introduction uh, but there's some you know new listeners and uh, folks may not know about your um, immigration journey and so if you can share your immigration background and how you got involved in the immigrants movement. So. So I'm from, I'm from Thailand. That's where I'm originally from. I was born in Bangkok. I moved to the U.S. when I was 13. 
And um, I came here in 09, so I didn't qualify for DACA for that reason. So throughout, um, when I graduated high school, I found out about uh, IAC, which is like this Immigrant Youth Empowerment Conference at UCLA. And that was, that was pretty much the beginning of this whole immigration journey. I think that's when I figured out that I could even, you know, go to college, do all these things. I see people. See, I didn't document people. It just felt like I was not alone at that time, really. That's the biggest thing. And just like, was like, wow, overwhelmed with the amount of stories that was there. Like, you know, I thought about how many these people overcame and was became so inspiring. And it's in this journey, too. You know, and that, that was, that meant a lot to me. I don't know what word to use, but, you know. And then just meeting. That's when I met you, because after that, like, I was, uh, I, this dude Peter recruited me to uplift, like, aspire, you know, and then I met you with the, with the whole crew. We did lost a bunch of shit in Oakland, though. We got robbed in Oakland or oh, some no. shit. No, I don't know, like, they brought into the van, took stuff. I remember, because my, my family was like, oh, who's this group you met? You just went to, like, no, I with them and came back with no stuff, you know? <laughs> I said, that shit was interesting, you know? That was, like, the first few interactions. But then, um, then yeah, and then eventually figured way out, went to college, you know, kind of lost, felt lost, felt like, why am I here? All this type of shit, but just being involved over there. One of the lady there, her name's Anna Miriam, you know? She was, she was like the coordinator there. She also like really showed me love. And then, and you know, like, you know, she was a great person and mentor and inspired me. It's just, I think the story just goes on with like a list of people really, you know, mm. in the movement and just meeting, meeting more people and just being inspired by their story and just like even peeping their game, like me meeting you and you also being my mentor, you know, and just seeing how you move and learning from you, had the time to express and know that somebody else understand you and, you know, being in a wholesome environment where people are trying to all grow and be free in their own way and, I think it's just a, a list and a chain of that happening. And it's just a lot of, of course, sadness with being, you know, the hardship that comes with being undocumented and just off balance with that. And that's why I'm here too. I find myself like circling back here all the time. Right. You know, just trying to live my life. Like, you know, like this is also my community, my tribe, whatever it is, you know, this is also. Yeah. So, no, I think that is why, like, even you you grew up in LA, but you have a lot of uh, friends and community members in the Bay Area and other parts of like major cities like Chicago, even Washington DC, and you spend time with them and um, just catch up. And I think uh, that's a uh, great connections to have. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering like, What's your reflection on that, like, based on, like, you've been in the immigrants movement for quite some time now, and um, at some point you were heavily involved, and now that you're at a certain point in your life, kind of looking back, are there any reflections? I think that's a great question. I feel like there has been, like, reflections for sure, you know? And I feel like so many reflections, but... um. At this moment, I'm not reflecting on it as much, 
but I think though no I am I think the thing I'm reflecting on it more so is more so like the love and the sense of community and you know just being grateful to people that I met and people in my life and the genuinity and the connection I think that's what I reflect on now before like yeah more like agency story narrative and then just you know feeling like repeating cycles of like pain and trauma selling at this idea you know and just really also i don't know man it's also almost like getting commercialized and being sold in terms of you know and then that kind of work and just Wait, the, tell me more about the commercialized it's, it's just it's just i feel like it was before it was like this narrative of like oh what i've been through you know to to kind of like almost like oh this is why i deserve some rights and <laughs> some humanity right. or like what i could do is like you know like it's you're you're, you're chasing this idea of citizenship <clears throat> and you need to justify it in ways that might not be the most authentic or it's of like anybody's capacity you know right so i feel like yeah and it's just to it's just like running in cycles you know yeah so bo i think you um have been you know sharing your personal story in front of the public and you did press conference and but you also share your story in in a creative way and what are some uh, creative platforms that you use to share your own narrative uh i feel like the first feel was like poetry Poetry was the first real time that I shifted the way I, you know, share my stories. And then there was like a little documentary, this real melody and she did. And the idea of like living unconditionally, just being undocumented and just, you know, existing day to day rather than even talking about immigration, but knowing that's implied and how we live, you know, agency, like despite all that was put on. And then, um, I think art, you know, my drawing, you know, your hoodie, you know, I have this statue of liberty saying, what do you stand for? That's one of my first art, you know, from 2015. It's just like, what do you stand for this country to be root of all this, you know, capitalism, slavery, all this, you know, fuck up shit, genocide, stolen land, all this, you know, and this goes on and then idea of opportunity, freedom, da da da, you know, and what do I stand for, like leaving my country too, like, you know, my family, my parents are there too, you know, like people, people passed away, like, at that time, it was like, that hurt, you know, it's like, what do I even stand for, where am I even to chase this, you know, it's like guilt and all that too, and like, self-blaming, selfishness, all that, but I think, and then later on, like, I had this tarot card project where, like, I collect stories, ask questions, like, to different undocumented API, you know, just a different narrative, non-DACA too, like, what's after all that, like, okay, and then I went, got to school, and then I got a job, oh, and then I got DACA, but life doesn't, doesn't end there, you know, and those mm. are just, like, I don't know, it's just, it's not really, not saying it's not really real freedom, da, 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 you know, it is what it is, but there's more to that too, where they, you know? Yeah. To like our relationships and to self and like feeling a home, community, what gets us going, why do we do this for, purpose, all that thing, growth. <clears throat> yeah. And yeah, so 
that tarot card like kind of like captured that more with poetry and paintings and imagery I have and now you know I've designed clothes that's just another way of spreading the art and the message and the vibe and the story making movement you know we were talking about that movement within the movement yeah just you know of like how you want to carry yourself how you want to represent yourself and what's to be represented you know yeah things like that I mean speaking of the clothing line I mean you you uh, made this happen this uh, clothing line called Illegal Drip if you could kind of share a little bit more about you know how did this came about and where is that right now I mean Illegal Drip really came from the community you know and then came from just my friends it was just like I thought you know at that time like before that, like I went to this meditation retreat for like 10 days. It's a silent meditation retreat. Mm-hmm. And, and when was this? I don't know, it was like 2018, around there, 2018, 2019. It's after the bike tour too. So yeah. two very big things, right? Like I've done made clothes. The first time I made clothes was 2016. Okay. <clears throat> it was after I think DACA expansion failed or some shit like that, you know? Okay. And then uh, DACA failed, I don't know, it was something. Something was happening on Dream Act, whatever, one of those, you know? And then, like, it was just, like, at that time, I had, I saw this artwork. Like, it's just my drawing for, like, 1K. Wow. This guy was, like, he wanted it. Oscar, he cool, too. You know, he went he used to work at UCI. He, um, he, uh, yeah, he, he liked my art, and he was, like, I like that. And I was, like, I was going to sell it. He's, like, oh, just think of a price. At that time, I was, like, you know, I was just telling 1K. Wow. Just see what happened. And it's just like, this is on a printer paper. It didn't have by 11 with markers. But it was amazing. It's my best, one of my best artwork. Wow. Original one. Original. And then, um, yeah, so he bought that. And then that with that money, I, w- I went to make clothes. And then I was throwing like, kind of like open mic shows, art show with my artwork. And like I had people perform. <clears throat> At that time, I was running the Undocumented Art Collective. Had like space for documentary folks to come, chill, be themselves, create art, share a vibe, you know, have food sometimes. So we throw those shows anyway. So then I just added the clothes aspect to it. <clears throat> wow. I went on my personal show. Then it took me like, you know, maybe two, three months to sell all the pieces. Then the next time I made clothes, that one of the clothes I made is say existential crisis because my existence is their crisis. Mm. So, yeah, and then, uh, and then I just, that was back then, you know, and then I made more clothes later on with the Statue of Liberty. What do you stand for when I graduated? That one, I made it in a way that I just asked who wanted it. And then uh, I didn't make any, if I profited, I profited one to two dollars off each long sleeve shirt. Wow. I just like, you know, got like, I don't know, maybe like 10, 20, 30, 20 some people to get it. And they, they all just wanted it. They asked me to make it. They like that artwork. Wow. So then they all wore it too, like my like Botan friend show at UCI too, you know? Yeah. So like it just kinda really came organically and then I just went kept working in the nonprofit, you know, with Nagasek, went on the bike tour, felt bikes existing, went to the retreat, kinda gave my peace, thought not gave my peace, but just let me thought about what would I live or do unconditionally. I think that's the big theme, living unconditionally. Mm-hmm. Everything up to that point was conditioned. <clears throat> now it is still, you know, I do this because of that, that because of this defense mechanism, what I wish, what I hope, running away, running from, running to, you know? So I was that, you know, chasing and just like, 
how can I just chill, you know, like just not moving so restlessly and anxiously and just like unconditionally. I love the community. I love the inspiration. I love the, the meaningful and the purposeness, the youthfulness, you know, like it's a blessing. It's a lot of blessings. I don't like uh, maybe feeling forced, feeling stuck, not having control, da, 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 you know, all the sadness shit, you know. But um, so art, you know, fashion, carrying it, carrying the message around, being it like in everyday wear, not, you know, so now you're bringing like that sense of movement and community to a different way, you know, as lifestyle too. Right. And then changing like within that and creating that too. And that was like my way of enjoying life too, I guess, you know, and seeing things come together and not necessarily need to be always sharing my story or protesting, you know, mm-hmm. but just kind of like creating something else and highlighting, donating and creating that. I think the goal of it was really big and throughout time I struggled. So now I'm kind of like chill about it, but the goal of it is like, you know, it's just like kind of creating your own agency, like not being, not having middlemen and really like, you know, like, Immigrants is at the backbone of everything, doing that work anyway. So it's on some like just doing it, just really like being the highlighted and getting the credit you deserve, you know, and just yeah. keeping that, you know, money within the community and just not even just that, but it's just, you feel me? It's just like you can get close anywhere, you know? Right. And why not you get one with good quality, meaning da 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 da. Yeah. I don't know. I want to talk too much about that, but you feel me? No, no, I completely understand, and also like. Oh, oh, hold up! And then now, but now though, my bad. I want to add more to it. Yeah. <clears throat> but now, it's like this. It's like me and you talking. I like that. That's the part of it. It's even beyond the clothes and all that. It's like the clothes. It's like I'm gonna just do clothes. That's one of my passion, and then I just share what I can, you know, and like in the form of whatever the community wants. So this is more like okay, whatever what knowledge I know of clothes, quality, silhouette, whatever, and the access to it, whatever community want, I'll just make. But it's more like that vibe of it goes on, you know? Mm-hmm. People wanting to wear this message, it became bigger than that, you know? And it's like, there was a lot too, so I kind of ran away from it. And then I just felt inauthentic, all these things, survival mindset, da, da, da. But like right now, it's just like us talking, it's like, the con- like not, not just that it being the content, but the story behind it and mm-hmm. the story that is happening, what I love about community and what I want to share, you know, and right. me living unconditionally now is not selling clothes. That's not what I want to do unconditionally, you mm. know. I want to be in this, in right. the, in this moment. Like the present is the pre- is a present. Like I thought another day, mm. you know. Nice. Everything like the pro- the future is over promise, you know. Yeah. You don't know. The past is like yeah, you might need to let that shit go. The present is a present, man. That's it. Man, that's powerful, man. I think that um, <laughs> no, that's really powerful. And you know, like it's this is only audio. People, folks cannot see it, but I'm actually wearing a bow ties, a illegal drip sweater. And if you look at my closet, there's a bunch of bow ties, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> clothes out there, and a lot of undocumented folks and allies are very supportive of uh, his clothing line, and so. I'm curious to know, Bo, like when you see, you know, your friends and communities like wear your own clothes, like how do you feel? And especially like those you, you've never met and wearing your clothes. Yo, I gotta tell you a story, bro. 
I went hiking, right? It's like a random ass place, right? It's like Where? far. It's in Malibu. It's like I gotta drive there, you know? Okay. And then I think Malibu. Oh no, Tabanka. One of those Tabanka State uh-huh. Park, Malibu State Park. There's a waterfall there. Nice. And then I was hiking. It's like you gotta pull up roads and climb mountains and shit. And then um this dude, he was like, Hey, are you like is that like that illegal trip? Uh like what? You know, uh, out of nowhere? Yeah, like in the forest type shit climbing mountains you know that's crazy how did he how did he know that i think he knows me or he follows illegal trip you know so like there's been situation like that but then also like there's been times for sure going to protest and seeing people i think i i geek out like i'm just very like oh what you know and it's like it's crazy to me it means a lot to me yeah it's just like at the end of the day even like when i like you know like i stopped doing this for a bit took a break you know it's just like sometimes it was hard too it's also you also putting money and you're also like losing money and you're also not not just that but you're also like it's also like sacrifice and work you know it's also a lot to kind of keep it going keep it on even you know and it's only me right people come on and help but um that's what they need to do is 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 really make this a group thing and expand it and figure that out you know and then see grant too um no yeah like actually just crazy because it's like i got to share that that's what i think about i'm like at least maybe like i could say like 400 people might have had one like something that I might have helped design or design for even school, different places, or like my own design, you know? And like, that's, that's amazing. I don't, I don't, I love seeing these clothes on different people. Mm. That's when I know that this shit is meaningful. Like I, I almost like forget sometimes that this is nice or like why mm-hmm. I even do this right. until I see it on people. And I'm just kind of like, oh, this, is, this looks nice. Or like, oh, okay. You know, I see people enjoy themselves. See, like, you know, I'm just also being able to create some that people can enjoy and wear and do all that. And for me to even see it, because I don't see it if I put it on myself. Right. And if it's about message or vibe, something I want to share, you know, and just again, back to that living unconditionally, it's like they're also accepting me unconditionally, or this is helping them living unconditionally too. Right. And it's another comfortable hoodie that you can just be in, share, you know, just, you know. Yeah. What I would want for myself, what I would, you know, because yeah. I'm also designing and creating for what I want for myself, even like manifesting this freedom and whatever I can do in agency and living at my best, you know? Yeah. And that was part of it, the story, this clothes. That's amazing, man. I know that uh, you have two clothing lines. One is a little drip and the other one is bow tie. And um, what's, what's, what similarities and differences on those clothing lines and tell me a little bit more about bow tie and then how you're trying to separate from illegal drip i mean i'm not trying to separate i feel like at one point okay i don't even know where to start with all this this has been like the inner conflict like my duality shit you know this is like i think illegal drip is like i feel like now not even now it's like it's a community it's me but it's the community right it's like the undocumented part of me political part of me but time might be like the spirituality part of me the art part of me you know and i feel like i was doing it on both at the same one 
And Jung Woo actually told me to like, I could see him separated too, you know, but I feel like it's still like a different category. Okay. You know, like I'm also thinking about like, like the, the culture, right? Like people like, you know, no human being is legal in stolen land. That's really what brings us together too, you know? The fact that we all believe that, know that that's facts, you know, and then fight for that and being affected by it or whatever it is. And all the hoodie and all those things, just mind the fashion, the entrepreneurial and all the aspect, the who's wearing it, it's just a community part of it, you know? And just like the connection, the story and like us, you know, creating these relationships. I feel like that's what illegal trip is. I don't know. I don't know how to separate it. I can just tell you what 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 is you know, and bow ties is like I like to draw, so I just draw. Sometimes I just draw different topics, different things. Right. I want to just you know I like story and poetry and da 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 you know, so I'm just sharing that too in my own way, and then I also want to do this high fashion thing, and I feel like I really could do something big, you know. It's not even because I could do something big. I think I could just, I could keep going with it. I think that's a big picture, you know? Like I see, like I could be one of these people like really doing this where like I'm selling clothes, I'm selling art, I'm making like videos, you know? Like everything that I appreciate about art and spreading whatever message that's happening at that moment for me too and something authentic, something real, you know? It's just something timeless. I think I'm just in a place of creating timeless thing that I want to share with the world. Yeah. Like I used to feel like I like cartoon, animation, anime, videos, movies a lot growing up, comics, book, philosophy, religion, spirituality. Like I like a lot of culture. I like music, poetry. I like a lot of things. And I feel like that's also another way of me like celebrating and living life. Mm. Like the exploring and the nature thing is like, like there's something about life in a way that each craft you learn is almost like different way you learn how to love a person or different angle. You learn how to love life and the world, you know? So I feel like art is one aspect, nature is one aspect, you know, and just learning different things, like learning how to swim, going underwater, you know, run, climb, you know, it just, it just open up new things in life for you. Wow. So I think, I don't know. And then all this art thing is just to push or question, or just share that that aspect of life that I appreciate to the world. There's an aspect of that in my art. Yeah. I just share like the real emotions, or just being visible. You know, it's just kind of like me just being and sharing that and creating something out of it. It's yeah. almost like living my life and creating something out of out of that. Just no. to sustain, to keep living like that, you know? Yeah, no, no doubt. And I think what I really like about your uh, clothing lines are there's a meaning behind it. There's sort of this purpose. Mm -hmm. And um, one of your, like, uh, bow ties clothing line, there's a lot of duality and there's imagery. It's like it's composite, completely opposite direction. If you could kind of tell, tell us a little bit more about what does that duality mean for you and how did this came about so the line i wrote for that was even demon cries even angel lies and yeah. i feel like i wrote that because i feel like it's like on the empathy or sympathy or whatever that is you know but it's like you gotta get in touch with two parts of yourself you know like maybe the part of you that carry pain and hurt 
that's also sadness in there, you know, even demon cries, even angel lies, the part of you that quote unquote good try to be somebody, maybe that's just a lie to yourself. And it's, you know, good isn't good, bad isn't bad, you know? Mm. And then that's how you define like, oh, I'm sad because this is this. I fucked up because of this. This is fucked up. Oh, I need this, you know? That's what I said, the good and bad. I feel like I dealt with that a lot, right? You know, just life itself being undocumented, you know, and just, I think um, even beyond that is like duality of life. It's just, I feel like life just seems to have choices sacrifices and all that you know and it's not that you gotta always choose it's just like existing and accepting that part of it too you know that's just me being separated too you know so i think it's just me like having separation who i'm supposed to be who i am who i'm not who i was you know all these things confusion you know some before it's a lot of knowing what's fucked up but just still choosing to do the wrong thing you know <laughs> that's just a pattern <laughs> I'm just getting older now, and I mean, it's like, all right, it requires more than just knowing and being aware now. Right. Now that you know how to do it, you've done it, you gotta just do it now, keep doing it. <laughs> so now that you're more uh, older and more mature, and how would you uh, break those bad patterns? I mean, I know what's beneficial to me, you know, so just keep doing the beneficial thing, just know what I need, know my capacity, being more honest to myself, honest to people around me. Yeah, I don't want to go in details, you know? <laughs> no, no doubt. Self-care practices, routine, structure, all this shit, you feel me? Yeah. <laughs> does that, does that work for you? It does, bro. Like, just periods of time it work, and it works great, you know what I mean? Like, it's like that. It's like... <laughs> It's like working out. I'm not working out consistently, but you seem like, you know, I, I made progress when yeah. I work out consistently. It's like, I made progress in life when I work at it consistently, you know? It's like, I'm just like, okay. And then I get comfortable and I'm like, all right, I don't need this no more, you know? It's like haircut, putting on a hoodie because, you know, yeah. don't maintain that shit. I'm bad at maintaining shit. I think that's what it is. Yeah, I feel like even like the trip itself, I think when you're talking about there's like highs and lows, yeah. very volatile. And do you feel do you feel that way that you your life and journey feel like is very volatile? Yeah. And crypto why do you, baby. <laughs> why do you think that I mean, is? Uh, it's because I'm I have this all nothing approach to life. Mm, all or nothing approach. What does that mean? I Means you're two hundred. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you go all in. All in. Okay, and all then right. like you just leave after or like at what like oh, it just crash just crash <laughs> it's just impulsive decisions and all in just head first jump in and then just like and then or nothing and then just like man what the fuck this is not what it meant to be da, 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 da. but it's like you know you went in without thinking it's like jumping in the water and be like damn this is cold as fuck mm. and now it's like man i don't want to be in the water you know, you can even test dip it or just like, but just approaching life like that. Just yeah. having like, it's like, I don't need this. I don't want this, you know, just defense. And then when I was like, okay, maybe I could, you know, don't need to be in defensive mode. I just jump in. It's almost like you don't know freedom or you don't know like how this or that felt, you know? So you just kind of stay away from it and then you just jump in. You never really get to, you know? 
Yeah. And how does that translate it into like your immigration journey? And I'm curious to know because like for me, you know, at least I have like a temporary status DACA. And even then I want to like go all in mm -hmm. and try to like adjust my immigration status, but certain things that I cannot control, right? And mm -hmm. so I get like frustrated and um, I know that you, you're not qualified for DACA and that you've been fighting for your uh, own rights in so many different ways. And when you go all in um, in the immigrants movement, fighting for your your rights and your just your immigration status when certain things, it's really hard to control. So how do you navigate that? And, um, you know, and also like, reflecting on this this pattern of like going all in and how does that impact you i mean i think the all in also work out in a lot of senses right like even the way i jump into the immigration movement you know just people like oh okay like even the first time i think i even shared like some you know about myself it was just like somebody was supposed to share it they couldn't make it they asked me if i wanted to share it i was like i just felt I needed to share it, you know, I just felt like this needed, somebody needed to say something, you know, and at the time, you know, I was there, so I was like, all right, I'll just say that then, you know. Oh, oh, nothing, oh yeah, because I'll, I'll be thinking to myself sometimes, like, man, should I set yourself deport, just fucking go, you know, <laughs> like, the, when, when things happen, right, like, I have debts, I have, like, clothes, you know, and then people close to me, like my parents, you know, and things like that, and I'm just like, damn, like, why am I even here, da, 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 you know. And then just like a lot of that pain, that trauma, that's this connection. I think that's really the volatile part of like, oh, I need to be here, I need to go. And that feeling is like, I need to push everybody away, self-isolate, go in this defensive mode, trust nobody. I'm just mm. alone by myself, trained to be alone. Wow. You know, it's just like, how can I survive and be alone and just almost accept this? You know, but that day hasn't really come, but I just ended up throwing so many things away and punching so many areas around me that I also hit other people, you know, type shit. Like, I'm just like trying to fight this feeling, fight this like demise or this storm that is there, you know, wow. almost this like decisions, you know, of like, and I never made a decision nowadays. I'm like more accepting that I'm just gonna stay and build what I built here, you know? Like, but it's that guilt of like, I left and da da da, you know? So it's, it's that constant fight within me. Like push and pull, and then yeah. whether you feel like go back permanently or just stay here and fight yeah. for your just immigration status. Yeah, but then what sacrifice did I come at? And I haven't made peace with that sacrifice, but also anticipating being anxious of that, like people dying. Wow. You know, and just, so just keep going back and forth. In my mind, yeah. And then that manifests into a relationship, yes. and even the way I carry myself, even business. and you know, commitment to like anything. That's where spontaneity also comes from. And that's, and then when I do it, I go hard. When I leave, I leave like, whoosh. so then it's just like, that's how you see me bouncing around. That's how you see me whoop into things, out of things, you know? And that shit was so driving me crazy mm. over time. And it just creates more like, it's like a calm water and I'm just fucking shaking that part, shaking that part, shaking this part, that part. So every part is agitated. Mm. And more people is agitated because that shit has ripple effects, you know? Yeah. But then it's just like, so choosing to how to deal with that, you know, and art was one thing, you know, all this healthy or unhealthy recreational group people, whatever the hustle, whatever the fuck I do, you know? So just balancing out and choosing to do the right action in those moments, 
and just dealing with this shit, you know, and just, yeah, just taking my time, you know. Oh, that's a lot, man. I, I, I know that um, push and pull is real and then just juggling whether you feel like go back or just stay here and that kind of shows up in relationship, family, your work, just personal life. Um, it's a lot. Um, that is something that I'm also constantly dealing with. And I, I don't know the a solution or answer to that right and mm -hmm. so what brings you peace i was gonna say nature people some people you know but i can't rely on people for peace i don't know uh, you know i feel like yeah community sense of home rest Meditation, you know, I don't know. I see. Art, being in the zone, I don't know, just different things, different ways of experiencing peace, I guess. Well, I know that you're, you know, I don't know if you know, but, you know, you're well recognized within the immigrants movement. People respect you in different ways, especially through your art and advocacy. What, you know, people, do not know about you. I don't know. Maybe I got issues. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of issues you got? Commitment issues. No, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I feel like, I don't know. I don't know what people don't know about me. I don't know what people know about me. I feel like, I guess I feel like, I don't, right now, as of now, I don't feel like there's anything specific I need to share with the people that, knows me through the movement. Not saying it in that way, but more so like, I feel like I've been pretty authentic mm. about who I am. Maybe they don't see me turning up, you know, but I don't know, so I'll be turning up all the time. Maybe they don't see me mad, you know, I guess it's like, as I, when I say I got issues, just, I'm just like another person, you know, maybe worse <laughs> in some ways, maybe regular in some ways, you know, I'm just like, I guess, you know, it's just the humanity side of me, right? I think that's that's all it is, but other than that, I feel like, yeah, I just try to keep it at least civil, you know? I'm not trying to be too formalized in any way, but I'm just keeping a certain kind of respect, you know? When I present myself. Oh, that makes sense. I think that um, you're definitely authentic and honest. And I think that's also one of the reasons why people really like you and have a lot of connections. And I think that's a really amazing uh, trait that you have. And a lot of people definitely love you as who you are. Damn, you show me too much love, man. Oh, no. Thank you. No, I appreciate that. Yeah, no, that's real. That's real. It's coming from... And not just for me, but also a lot of people. So what's your dreams and aspirations going forward? I want to be in Puerto Rico and Hawaii. There sometimes or frequently. And why? If not there for an extended amount of time until I get my green fucking card. So <laughs> get the fuck out. <laughs> 
That's our dreams and aspirations, hey, baby. A, <laughs> that's a great dreams and aspirations. We're going to success in my fucking garden, you know? She Bring me with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, passive income, all that, man. Freedom, bro. Freedom and outside of things. Freedom from my bullshit. Freedom financially. Freedom in terms of movement. Experiencing life, loving life in all types of ways. Mm. you know experiencing life in all types of way not like crazy crazy but just in a way i think those places because they remind me of thailand mm. they have wow. a calmness to it okay and then they have like i love nature the nature is amazing right and i just feel like also like that idea of just and it's a different place i like that too you know again experience something different new right and just it's like places that we could go without needing yeah. to apply for events parole or like green card or and I think it's the nature and then the culture and the food and the people. I think there's something that reminds me of home mm. in all that sense. And adventure at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Man, we have to go there again. You know that this year. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> We could be a tourist. Hey, hey sponsor us now. At <laughs> Bodash Thai, man. Venmo me now. There we go. Oh, this is dreams and aspirations. <laughs> I guess. Um, a few other questions here, like what what brings you joy? I think you kind of touched travel. upon that. I think travel, travel, people, nature, art, living life, nature. I don't know. It's a lot of like just nature and traveling, conversation, being. I think when I be, mm. when you know, when you're just being, yeah, that brings me joy. You travel a lot. Like, have you been uh, been to places that you haven't gone, or or a place that you want to go, like this year, like? I feel like this it's crazy because I got to a point where I feel like I've been to the places I wanted to go. I thought it would be crazy if I went, you know, like Puerto Rico and Hawaii. I definitely right. those two places that I'm like, I can't believe you already went too. I already went. Yeah. Like, Where places that you haven't gone? Because I, I want to go back, right? Or like the idea of it still like is in my mind. Like, oh, I want to go there. I want to go there. And right. I was like, oh, shit, I went yeah <laughs> exactly you went you know i was like oh what the fuck you know <laughs> but um uh but i like a lot of places oh any places that i want to go to right now yeah i'm in zion we talked about this shit last oh, night oh okay uh, <laughs> um there's in utah right yeah yeah i feel like fuck it i want to go to like alaska or some shit alaska. you know see the northern lights i want to go to guam i just want to go in like uh, this island virgin island wherever it is like all this Places, you know, um, you know, I can't go to New Mexico. Anywhere, anywhere. I just like traveling. I don't really even care. Mm. If you see places I've been, it's like I've been to a lot of random places just yeah. on a different type of connection. By saying like, yeah, anywhere with people, nature, good people, nature, or like food, whatever. Nature mainly, vibes and adventure. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot of places I want to go internationally. You know, but mm, where where would you go? Probably Thailand. Maybe not Thailand. Maybe what I might do on some bullshit is like once I get my paper, since I'm already in Cali, I might just drive my Prius from like Mexico all the way down to the tail of South America. No, driving all the way down yeah. to Prius, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then and then like road trip the fuck out of that. You, you know, gotta have the illegal trip clothes in the back. Yeah. And then and then I could go to Thailand and then hit up all Asia. Like I just want to travel a lot, you know. I want to go to like 
Brazil, Jamaica, Thailand, Europe, Japan, Korea, I don't know, a bunch of islands, you know? Bo, um, one final question for you. Um, what would you tell your younger self and why? I think I always come back to this idea though, and I write this, or oh, I love people who say this to me, you know? Since I, love, I feel like I always encourage people and myself and I wish that was encouraged like just to to like show yourself love patience yeah I think I would just show love and patience to my younger self encouragement you know and I always need that I feel like I needed that that helps me I don't know if it helps me I just crave it you know but I feel like yeah just to go easy, be easy on yourself, also believe in yourself, showing yourself love and respect enough for you to do the things you need to do and feel like you deserve, you know? Mm. No, yeah, just being patient with yourself, but just, yeah, no, you deserve better and you deserve to be this person. Encourage and know you need to put in the work to be that person, you know? Growth just comes from there, you know? Peace comes from there. Joy and living unconditionally comes from there, you know? Yeah. That's real. Is there anything else that you want to say or something that we didn't have a chance to talk about? I would say keep in touch. I don't know. I feel like, you know, I really want to do another episode. But just, I just felt like the story keeps going, you know, the conversation can continues, you know, definitely want to interact with people who are even listening. You can always hit me up on Instagram, you know, I have the two brand, right? At illegal underscore drip and at bowtie, B-O-T-H-A-I underscore. You know, I, I mainly just use those now rather than my personal even, you know, but you can hit me up on the personal too. I'm not flies underscore alien with a Y. Yeah. <laughs> that's just too many IG, bro. That's how I wanted to stop at one point. Like, that's how I was just like, oh, no. I, I, I hated that I started that conversation. I'm like, fuck, we gotta go down this line. But keep in touch. I feel like, you feel me? Like, I feel like that was a smooth ending. So we should just end it. And then we'll talk again. Hopefully, this is not the last time. That's what I'm saying, you know? Yeah. No, I hear I, that. I, I don't like things ending too. But I'm scared of new beginnings sometimes. Dang. Oh, no, I'm not scared of new beginnings though. But yeah, but I want to have new beginnings, but I can't let things end. Mm. Well, Bo, like I really appreciate you for joining in the podcast, and I've known you since um, early elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like... I don't know where when we first met, actually, or the the year. I do, bro. What did tell me? <laughs> it was I graduated high school that year that's why whenever I graduated high school 2010 2010 that's when we first met yeah where is it the retreat the uplift oh, and oh, retreat? no no 2014 2014 I thought we met earlier than no that. no no we met 2014 okay um at the at the Aspire LA SF retreat in Oakland or something like that. Oh yeah, I remember. And you kind of pulled me aside and said, hey, you look like this one celebrity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like- And then you stuck, you stuck with that. My ego boost got boosted up and then I remember this kid. <laughs> yeah, I know you kept posing that shit. 
That's how I remember. Oh, uh, yeah. That's where we first met. Huh? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, that's been, what, 2014? It's been a while. Eight years now. Eight years. I've been I've been <laughs> knowing you since then, and uh, we work together, and we travel together, and I've seen you, like, grow over time, and I'm so proud of you and happy for you. And you're young, but, you know, you have so much knowledge and experiences, and a lot of people respect you. And you're at this point in your life where a lot of people look up to you, too. You know what I mean? So um, now it's like you have to, uh, you know, pass a torch and really uplift the younger generation. And that's how I think we build a movement, build a community. You know, I think it's like a another side of family that we're building. Yeah, thank you for sharing that, though. Thank you for sharing that, too, man. That we gotta do that uplift and pass the torch and you know yes you're right put in my time yes sir yes sir we'll definitely do another podcast this is like too short to deep dive into so many topics mm-hmm. that we want to cover but this is a glimpse of like who bo is and uh i hope uh to continue to have this conversation down the road thanks bo thank you Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Also, follow me on Instagram at Immigrations. See you at the next episode.